All right, everybody, welcome to the Backseat Huddle, episode 51. Football season is here tomorrow. It is Wednesday the 6th, and it starts tomorrow the 7th. In today's episode, I'm going to be giving you guys a few of my predictions from a few of the games this week. I wanted to give you predictions on all 16 games but I decided not to because I felt like it would go against one of the values that I have for this channel. When I present my opinions to you, the viewer, listener, I try to make sure that my opinion is rooted in some form of factual information or has some level of foundation to it based on what I've seen, heard, or read about. Because what I don't want to do is I don't want to just hop on this mic and start popping off with the mouth about bullshit and start talking out of my ass about things I don't know about and spouting unbased opinions. I think that type of behavior is quite honestly garbage. And I think that there is just too much of that out there right now. And I know you guys know who I'm talking about when I say that. And given that this is week one, I don't really have a lot of data to work with. I don't have any data to work with. We haven't seen any games. So as such, I am not going to be predicting all 16 games. If you are interested in my opinion for some of the games that aren't in this video, drop me a comment. Let me know. I will happily let you know what I think. Now that that's all over, I've let you know what it do. Let's get into it. All right, I'm going to start with the Lions and the Chiefs. And to start you off with this matchup, I'm going to start you off with a little bit of trivia about Lions. Real Lions, not the NFL players. Did you know that the average Lion eats about 15 pounds of meat every day? But so does Andy Reid. And that's what makes this game so difficult to pick. I feel like we all had the same idea of how this Chiefs versus Lions game was going to go. I'm pretty sure that we all saw a high-scoring game that the Chiefs were going to win. And I feel like that's what we all expected to happen. A month and a half ago, this game felt like a shoe-in for the Chiefs to win. The Chiefs are 9-1 and in Week 1 since Andy Reid got there. They're the defending champions. They have the best quarterback in the world. But... Things don't really feel that way anymore. Chris Jones holding out is obviously a big deal for this Kansas City defense. He's the cog that makes this whole thing work. Here is the Chiefs starting defense. Who scares you here? I respect every single one of these players, but none of them are Chris Jones. And they're playing against a Lions offense that looked really damn good by the end of last season. And then to add to the mix, Travis Kelsey is injured too. So their best player on defense isn't playing and their best skill position, Hall of Fame tight end might not play either. He's currently unavailable. He may play, he may not. And this is against a Lions defense that brought in a lot of pieces to improve their defense and their secondary over the offseason. So what formerly felt like a foregone conclusion and a story that we felt like we knew the end to Looks a little bit different right now. Obviously, this is the NFL, and any team can win on any given Sunday, but the Lions' opportunity is now much simpler and much more wide open than it was a month and a half ago. The last time we saw Jared Goff play against Patrick Mahomes was in that 54-51 to 51 Rams win a few years back, and I can assure you we will not see a repeat of that. 
I have a heavy suspicion that there's going to be a heavy run style game plan in place for the Lions this week. And why not? If you're the Detroit Lions and you look at your offensive line, that is PFF's fifth best in the NFL, and then look at the Chris Jones list D line you're going up against, you got to feel good. And you just drafted a running back with your first overall pick. Use them. This is also going to help your defense. Why? Because what's the best way to beat a great quarterback? Keep them off the field. We've seen this over and over again throughout the years. Run the ball, keep the clock controlled, and limit the amount of possessions that the other team gets. The Detroit Lions are going to make it ugly Thursday night. Despite all the rules leaning offense, all the rules leaning towards passing the ball, there is a time and place for old school football. The first game of the NFL season in Kansas City, playing against the best quarterback in the world, that is the perfect time for some old school smash mouth football. And Detroit should take advantage of that and run the hell out of Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. That's their path. And despite that entire diatribe, I still don't feel good betting against Patrick Mahomes. So I'm not going to do it because what I just said, everything I just laid out for Detroit isn't the current reality of the NFL. The reality of the NFL right now is if you have the better quarterback, you're probably going to win, plain and simple. If you have the better head coach and quarterback, you're going to win 80 to 90% of the time. If you have a Hall of Famer at head coach and arguably the most talented quarterback ever, I'm not going to bet against you, period. Do I think that there is an avenue for the Lions to win this game? Absolutely. Would I be shocked if they win this game? No. They absolutely can do it. But unfortunately, because of the way things are, they probably won't. So I'm taking the Chiefs. 35-31, and it could be a higher scoring game than that. Moving on to the next game, Bengals versus Browns. This game features two teams in a state that no one consensually lives in, and my trouble picking this game is that Joe Burrow isn't a for-sure thing to play, so it makes this significantly more difficult, but he is allegedly trending toward playing. Even if Burrow starts, I'm still taking the Browns in this game for a couple reasons. First, the Bengals have struggled against the Browns since Joe Burrow got there. Joe Burrow is currently 1-5 against the Browns in his career. The Browns are also at home in this game, which obviously makes it a little bit more difficult. Here's another concern for the Bengals for me. is Last season, Joe Burrow had an appendectomy before the season, then he had to take some time off during training camp and in the preseason. Then he was awful and week one against the Steelers last season where he accounted for five total turnovers this season he had a calf strain and then he missed some time in practice and missed the preseason will we see another repeat of last year last year quarterbacks who didn't play in the preseason had a record of three and eight in week one so even if Joe plays he struggles against the Browns and will he be a hundred percent who knows? There's concerns for me for the Bengals in this game. I really do think that they're the better team, but I have the Browns winning this one 24 to 20. 
Buccaneers versus Vikings. In this game, we have a matchup of two teams who are named after people who got in boats and stole shit. And I'm really excited for this game because it's going to be a weird game. Each team's strength faces the other team's strength, and each team's weakness faces the other team's weakness. The Vikings are going to have one of the worst defenses in the NFL, and the Buccaneers could have one of the worst offenses if their offensive line doesn't hold up. The Vikings should have a top 10 offense. The Buccaneers should have a top 10 defense. This is a game I just can't wait to watch because the Tampa Bay post-Brady era intrigue in Tampa is just a little too juicy for me not to want to watch. Will Baker Mayfield prove the doubters wrong? Will Todd Bowles prove he can be a head coach? Who knows? Is Kirk Cousins that guy? It's a one o'clock game, so probably will end up being that guy. ESPN has the Vikings as six-point favorites, but to me, this game feels like a hell of a lot more of a go-either-way game. I'm going to take the Vikings 24-21, but that's with very, very little conviction, and there will be no shock to me at all if the Buccaneers win this game. Now, San Francisco 49ers versus Pittsburgh Steelers. This is an obvious 49ers win. There are people who think the Steelers are going to win this game, and I don't see why. Everything that the Steelers have, the 49ers are objectively the same or better at. And we can run it position group by position group. Let's do it. Quarterback. I would lean towards the 49ers, but I'm going to call it a wash because Purdy and Pickett have like 20 total combined starts. There's just not enough evidence to choose either way. Offensive line. San Francisco, they're one of the best in the NFL. Running back, San Francisco, they have Christian McCaffrey. Wide receiver, San Francisco. The George Pickens hype is real in Pittsburgh. But Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk are proven commodities. Pickens and Deontay Johnson aren't yet. Tight end, San Francisco with George Kittle. Defensive line, I would say it's a wash. Linebackers. San Francisco, they've got Fred Warner. Secondary, Steelers, because they have Minka Fitzpatrick. So that's seven of eight position groups I would say the 49ers are equal or better at. They're the better roster. It's a pile on top of it. I'll take Mike Shanahan over Mike Tomlin. While Mike Tomlin's overall legacy is better, it's an offensive league and all the rules lean offense, and Mike Shanahan is probably the second or third best offensive coach, potentially third or second or third best coach in the entire NFL. Seven of eight position groups and the superior head coach. Give me the 49ers, 27 to 17. And lastly, Cowboys versus Giants. Fuck the NFL for putting this game in prime time. Let me say that again for the TikTok because I got to get this one right. Fuck the NFL for putting this game in primetime. The only reason this game is in primetime is because the Cowboys are playing and literally no other reason at all. It's a bullshit cash grab move by the NFL to put this game in primetime. But it's a rivalry game between two blue-blooded franchises. It's a classic matchup. Fuck you. Yeah, okay, sure. Dak Prescott has won 10 straight starts versus the Giants. The Cowboys beat the Giants last season with Cooper Rush and an over-the-hill Zeke last season. And you're going to try and sell me on this game? Please. But the Giants got better. Yeah. 
but so did the Cowboys. So why is the result going to be any different? Daniel Jones is going to get exposed this game. The Cowboys defense is significantly better than the Giants offense. And the only thing that might potentially save the Giants in this game that they are going to lose is the fact that Brian Dable is a quarterback guru and a great offensive coach. If the Cowboys lose this game, I'm going to eat a sock. Okay, I, I believe in the Cowboys this game. The Giants, I don't believe in it at all. They're, they're coming back down to earth. They're going to miss the playoffs. Cowboys win this game easily, 31-20. to 20. So that's it. That is my show, everybody. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Feel free to like, subscribe. If you're on Spotify, feel free to follow. Give me a five-star rating. It's on the top left of the channel's page. Take care, everybody.